Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, an arrest warrant issued for Vladimir Putin. An international court accuses the Russian president of war crimes and kidnapping Ukrainian children. Here are tonight's top headlines. The warrant further isolating the Russian leader. But could Putin ever face trial? One doesn't need to be a lawyer. One needs to be a human being to know how egregious it is. A preview tonight of our 60 Minutes reporting after we visited the USS Nimitz in the Western Pacific amid rising tensions between the U.S. and China. Doesn't that make the situation even more dangerous? The family of a female soldier who died at Fort Hood alleges she was sexually harassed at the Texas base. The former parent company of Silicon Valley Bank is filing for Chapter 11. Meanwhile, the stock market took another beating Friday. Investors continued to sell their banking sector shares. It's St. Patrick's Day. Millions celebrate with parades, beers, and a decades-long presidential tradition. I'm the only Irishman you've ever met, though. He's never had a drink. March Madness continues, and the women's tournament tips off. Watkins gets the dump off. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. Tonight, the FBI and Justice Department are investigating TikTok's Chinese parent company for potentially spying on American citizens. Plus, it's Friday, so we go on the road with an artist whose talent has given him a new lease on life. But first, the extraordinary announcement today about Russia's leader, Vladimir Putin. The International Criminal Court at The Hague issued an arrest warrant for the Russian president for war crimes implicating him in the abduction of thousands of Ukrainian children during the war. Ukraine's president hailed the move as a historic decision, but the charges are largely symbolic. CBS's Ramey Innocencio is going to start us off tonight from inside Ukraine. Good evening, Ramey. 
Good evening, Nora. Tonight, the International Criminal Court is now backing Ukraine's claim that Russia is abducting its children. Ukrainians here feel this is the first step to justice. Russian propaganda claims the country is trying to save Ukraine's children and that the hearts of Russians are big and benevolent. But the International Criminal Court today was clear. Russia is kidnapping and re-educating children as Russians. Accused of war crimes are President Vladimir Putin himself and Maria Lovova Belova, the director of these alleged abductions. It would be impossible to commit such a criminal operation, says President Zelensky, without the order of the top leader of the terrorist state. Moscow has denied the accusations and does not recognize the ICC. The news comes as diplomatic support arrives from China. Today, Beijing confirmed President Xi Jinping will travel to Russia to meet with Putin on Monday, their first summit since the war began. Beijing has proposed a ceasefire, which the White House dismissed. And a new show of solidarity for Ukraine from Slovakia, following Poland. Together, a pledge for at least 17 Soviet-designed fighter jets. While old or in need of repair, the hope is it could break Europe's hesitation to send even more warplanes. But in a remote Ukrainian farming village of Solonchaki, far from the halls of power, 70-year-old Natalia Kogut never imagined war would land in her backyard. A gift from Russia, she says. Debris from a grad rocket like these, fired by Russian forces. The village has no apparent strategic value, just caught between two armies. Since the war began, half of its 600 people have fled, and most children have been evacuated, leaving behind the elderly. What would it take for you to leave? Nothing. What happens will happen. I'm not going anywhere. And Vladimir Putin will not be arrested as long as he stays in Russia. But if he travels to any ICC member country, 123 of them, the U.S., by the way, is not a signatory. That warrant means that he could be arrested. Nora. Ramey Innocencio, thank you so much. For more on what this means on the international stage, let's bring in Margaret Brennan, our chief foreign affairs correspondent and moderator of Face the Nation. All right, Margaret, thank you for being here. What's the likelihood that Vladimir Putin will ever be held accountable? He hasn't been indicted. He's not likely to be extradited to The Hague anytime soon. Uh, He's still firmly in control of Russia and no sitting leader has ever faced such charges. But it could be the beginning of something here because the court went straight to the top. They didn't go low level and build. And so it suggests that there's more of a case to come. As as Ramey said, traveling could be more difficult for Putin if he tries to leave and can only now go to friendly countries. But here in the U.S., we know that the Biden administration is already building a case uh, and looking towards future charges potentially of genocide. They've identified 43 camps holding at least 6,000 children. And as Secretary Blinken said, this is an attempt to uh, really erase Ukraine's identity and its future. Some of these camps are closer to Alaska than they are to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And yet President Xi of China still plans this trip on Monday to stand side by side next to Putin. Will this affect any of that? 
Will he go? Well, China itself is accused of carrying out actively a genocide against minorities. Does it bother Xi Jinping to stand next to an accused war criminal? We'll see. Uh, but what we know has been happening is that as the West tries to isolate Russia, that tie between Russia and China has only grown stronger through trade uh, and increased uh, work together. The White House is saying it hasn't yet seen weapons transferred for use on the battlefield in Ukraine, but they're increasing concerned that there may be a military alliance between China and Russia. I know you'll be watching closely, Margaret Brennan. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, China's President Xi's planned trip to Moscow is just the latest sign of its emboldened diplomatic ambitions, something that the U.S. is watching closely. And one potential flashpoint is over America's ally, Taiwan. So for 60 Minutes this Sunday, we sat down with Admiral Samuel Paparo. He is the commander of the U.S. Pacific Fleet to ask about avoiding conflict with China. If the U.S. and Chinese militaries can't communicate over a Chinese spy balloon, then what's going to happen when there's a real crisis in the South China Sea or with Taiwan? We'll hope that they'll answer the phone. Else, we'll do our very best assessment based on the things that they say in open source and based on their behavior to divine their intentions and we'll act accordingly. Doesn't that make the situation even more dangerous if U.S. and Chinese militaries are not talking? Yes. Well, you can see more of our reports on the state of the Navy, including our rare access on board the USS Nimitz. That's this Sunday on 60 Minutes. The banking crisis continues sending shockwaves through the financial markets and turmoil on Wall Street, with all three major indexes ending the day in the red. And Silicon Valley Bank filed for bankruptcy today as the repercussions continue to spread. CBS's Nancy Cordes has more from the White House. If there is a contagion brewing, First Republic Bank is now patient zero. Its stock price plunged another 33% today after S&P downgraded the bank's credit rating amid fears of a customer exodus. Altogether, I decided to close this account. It's not a big money, but still money for especially for retired people. First Republic isn't the only mid-sized bank suddenly facing a crisis of investor confidence. PacWest Bank Corp stock has tumbled 66% this month. Western Alliance Bank, 57%. Despite balance sheets that look better than Silicon Valley banks did before it failed last Friday. There is a smoldering fire that has not actually been put out yet. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger says banks across the country are looking to boost their cash reserves. U.S. banks borrowed more than $150 billion from the Federal Reserve this week alone, a new record. What does that tell us? Tells us that the banks are really scared about the amount of deposits that are leaving. The White House called on Congress today to fine and claw back compensation from top bank executives when their banks fail. The CEO of Silicon Valley Bank reportedly sold more than $3 million worth of stock just days before the FDIC was forced to take over. One thing lawmakers say they do want to do is to determine whether federal regulators could have done more to stave off the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and avoid all of this turmoil. To that end, tonight they are announcing their first hearing on the matter later this month where they plan to grill top officials from the Federal Reserve and the FDIC, Nora. Nancy Cordes at the White House. Thank you very much. 
Tonight, residents across Texas are picking up the pieces after an EF1 tornado with winds up to 110 miles per hour swept through the city of Irving. This auto dealership sustained significant damage with the winds tearing the building in half. Fortunately, no injuries were reported. As that storm system moves through the Gulf Coast, cold air will come in behind it. Freeze warnings are up in seven states and more than a dozen record cold daytime temperatures are expected from Texas to Massachusetts. Orlando, Florida won't even make it to 60 degrees on Sunday. Tonight, there are calls for the FBI to investigate the death this week of a 20-year-old female combat engineer at Fort Hood, Texas. This comes nearly three years after the murder of 20-year-old Vanessa Guillen at the same Army post. Here's CBS's Janet Shamlian. As loved ones grieve the death of 20-year-old Army Private Ana Balsadua Ruiz, supporters outside the gates of Fort Hood are demanding answers. We're going to seek every level of accountability. Her mother says the Army told her the combat engineer who served 15 months at Fort Hood died by suicide Monday. The Army saying in a statement, no foul play is evident. For the Army to say no foul play presumes... Facts that have not yet been brought forth. Her parents and advocates for Hispanic Americans are expressing skepticism over how she died. She had been the target of alleged sexual harassment, repeated and consistent sexual harassment. Her mother, Alejandra Ruiz Zarco, told Telemundo her daughter said she was being sexually harassed by an Army superior and others on the base and wanted to return to Mexico. The Army says it's continuing to investigate, conducting interviews with family members and military personnel. Balsadua Ruiz's death comes almost three years after the murder of 20-year-old Vanessa Guillen, who served at the same post. Her family claimed she was being sexually harassed. Guillen's remains were found months later in a shallow grave, leading to a bill in her name making changes in the way the military handles sexual assault and harassment cases. And tonight, the Army has called a press conference at Fort Hood in regards to this case. Nora. Janet Chamley, and thank you very much. CBS News has learned the FBI and Justice Department are investigating TikTok's parent company for possibly spying on U.S. citizens, including American journalists who cover the tech industry. The Chinese-owned ByteDance reportedly admitted it inappropriately obtained data from TikTok users in the U.S. in December. It's just the latest escalation between the social media giant and the White House after the Biden administration this week threatened to ban TikTok nationwide if ByteDance doesn't sell the app. Turning now to March Madness, where day one was all about the upsets. The biggest bracket buster today was number 11 Pittsburgh beating number six Iowa State. CBS's Carter Evans takes a look at the madness that is the NCAA tournament. Sports fans are tuning in for more surprises on day two of the NCAA tournament after a couple of bracket busting shockers. It started with a win for 13th seed Furman University, who ousted number four seed Virginia. This is the Furman Paladins first March Madness appearance in 43 years. We haven't been to the tournament since 1980. I've never personally been to the tournament. Uh, None of our players have been to the tournament. You know, I think the whole message is going to be, hey, we've got to go be us. And in another stunner, number 15 seed Princeton beat number two seed Arizona. 
Even President Biden was among those who had Arizona going all the way. It was only the 11th time in tournament history that a number 15 upset a number two. Thursday's unexpected wins destroyed the hopes and dreams of millions. The tournament started with more than 20 million brackets. By the end of the day, only 787 perfect brackets remained. Bitter bracket holders can still look forward to the women's tournament that kicked off today. The South Carolina Gamecocks are defending their 2022 championship win. Look at that poetry in motion for the Gamecocks. Adding in some sibling rivalry, and there are at least three sets of brothers and sisters competing this year. But by far the biggest losers during March Madness are the nation's employers. It's estimated to cost them more than $17 billion this year in lost productivity. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. Beloved actor Lance Reddick has died. We're going to take a look back on his remarkable career in movies and television. That's next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Tonight, a new potential origin of the COVID pandemic. International scientists say raccoon dog DNA was found in samples collected at a seafood market in Wuhan, China, shortly after the first human cases were detected in the city. This research research has not been reviewed by other scientists. The FBI director recently said the Bureau believes the coronavirus most likely originated in a Chinese government-controlled lab. There is shock and sadness in Hollywood tonight over the death of actor Lance Reddick. A representative says Reddick died today of natural causes. He co-starred in all of the John Wick movies with Keanu Reeves and had been out promoting the upcoming sequel. He is perhaps best known for his role as Lieutenant Lieutenant Cedric Daniels on the HBO series The Wire. Lance Reddick was 60 years old. There's Super Bowl hype and crowds as Taylor Swift takes over the city that recently hosted the big game. That's next. Taylor Swift kicks off her highly anticipated concert tour tonight in Glendale, Arizona, which has temporarily been renamed Swift City. The site of last month's Super Bowl has similar buzz for Swift's two shows with 150,000 tourists in town, hotels and restaurants completely booked. 
no doubt it'll be a good concert. On the Road is next with the story of an artist who's making up for lost time. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road to revisit a story about finding beauty even in the most difficult of circumstances. So now what I have to do is use a ratio and proportion. To hear him talk, you'd think Detroit artist Richard Phillips was some kind of highly trained master. Into an abstract. But as we first reported in 2019, this was his first exhibit. And his son. I'm sorry. Can you believe we're even having this conversation? (laughs) No, I can't believe it. He is America's most unlikely art phenom. I'm just a young kid from the ghettos that's been through hell and high water and still here. Before becoming celebrated, Richard was incarcerated. In 1971, he was arrested for murder, a murder we now know he didn't commit. To pass the time and temper the injustice, he painted. There was something to do, occupy my mind. Better than putting X's on a calendar. Right. I could get off into one of my paintings and just be in there for hours and hours and hours. And that's how it was for 46 years until he was exonerated in 2018. Unfortunately, after all that, the state just sent him on his way without so much as a bus ticket. How were you going to survive? I really didn't know. I thought maybe that I was going to have to stand out somewhere with a cup and beg for nickels and dimes. But then Richard thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe there was a way for him to make a living using his life's work. Wow. Hundreds and hundreds of watercolors. I could take my artwork and still make it in this world. And that he did. I just dreamed a lot. It's been four years since we first told this story. And thanks to his artwork sales, Richard now has a new house, new car, and for the first time in his life, a dog. It's not done yet. I'm still involved in social reform. I'm still involved in criminal injustice. I'm still involved with... Uh, the Innocence Network, so I'm just trying to stay active. Stay active and finally enjoy what was denied him all those 46 years, the American dream. If you own one of these, you own a piece of history. (laughs) I have to get that in there because that's very important. Steve Hartman. (laughs) You found yourself a career. (laughs) On the road in Detroit. Uh, Being able to pitch. (laughs) Being able to pitch, exactly. He is a beautiful artist. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. And on this St. Patrick's Day, I'll leave you with an Irish blessing. For each petal on the shamrock, this brings a wish your way. 
good health, good luck, and happiness for today and every day. I'm Nora Morahan O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.